Listening to Middle Tennessee Blue Raider Baseball on the Blue Raider Sports Network. Today's game is presented by Ascension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU. Now to the stadium. Calling today's action, here's Dick Palmer. Thank you. Good morning from Maurice Smith Field. A good Sunday morning to you in Middle Tennessee. And the Rice Owls will close out a three-game series today with a noontime start as the Raiders and the Owls have split the first two games of this series. Middle Tennessee winning game one by a score of six to nothing. And the Owls came back late in the game yesterday to win a game two by a score of nine to two. Dick Palmer along with John Callow as the weather has turned a little bit chilly on us, John. <laughs> uh, chilly or cold? 51 degrees right now. That's, uh, uh, you know, we thought yesterday when it was 66, that was a little chilly. This is this is going to be a little bit more difficult. Definitely not shirt sleeve, shirt sleeve weather no. here at uh, the stadium today. So a uh, uh, jacket, uh, some people might even want to bring a blanket. Depends on how the wind goes. Right now we've got a northwest wind at about four miles an hour. 51, as John said, the skies are partly cloudy. We do see a little blue up above and hoping to get some sunshine later this afternoon. But uh, regardless of the weather conditions, these two teams will square off here in about 15 minutes. And the Raiders really uh, would love to get uh, the series and, and love to take this game and, and uh, pick up a little ground in the conference. Well, it looks like uh, we've got it. Uh, uh, barring a total collapse over the the last uh, three or four weeks of the season looks like we're going to make the tournament so what we're playing for now is seeding we don't want to have to if we can help it we don't want to have to play dallas baptist or texas san antonio in that uh, in that first game in the, the conference tournament we will have a couple of sophomore left-handers squaring off against each other one of them is has uh, a local history and uh, the other is uh, the only left-hander on the Blue Raider uh, pitching staff right now, Jake Cothran, and he'll be opposed by J.D. McCracken, a native of Murfreesboro and a, a former standout at Middle Tennessee Christian School. He's a transfer from the University of Tennessee, and I know he'll have some folks out to watch him pitch today. I suspect that his parents are going to be just right glad that they don't have to make a, an extended trip like they would probably have to do if we were playing any place but Murfreesboro. We'll give you some numbers on those pitchers a little bit later on. And for the Raiders, they enter the game with an overall record of 19 and 19 on the season, nine and eight in Conference USA. Uh, Rice comes in at 17 and 22. They are seven and 10 in conference play. So that's the way the two teams stack up today. Uh, we understand that there is a cutoff of, a, of 4 o'clock this afternoon to allow Rice to make their flight back to Houston. But uh, so far, John, we haven't had uh, that kind of uh, trouble. Uh, with, uh, <laughs> well, Dick, I, th I would hope that by 4 o'clock, you and I are both at, in our respective homes on the couch taking a nap. There you go. Or I mean, in my case, I'll be getting ready to go to dinner for my granddaughter's 21st birthday. Oh, wow. So, Congratulations to her. That's super. Yeah, Miss Abby is uh, turned 21 yesterday. We're having her birthday dinner tonight. Anyway, 
Uh, back to the ball game as the Rice Owls and the Blue Raiders of Middle Tennessee square off today. We'll take a break. Be back with more on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. The Murfreesboro Post is Rutherford County's sports leader. No one covers high school sports like the Post. Now you can receive the Murfreesboro Post delivered by mail each week to your home for only $20 a year. Sign up at MurfreesboroPost.com and click subscribe and we will get your delivery of the Murfreesboro Post started. That's MurfreesboroPost.com for delivery of the Murfreesboro Post. Will Fraley, attorney at law, has experience you can count on. Former Blue Raider baseball player and MTSU alum Will Fraley serves Murfreesboro and the surrounding communities. Put a strong and experienced legal fighter on your case. Give Will Fraley a call and he can handle all of your legal matters, including criminal and domestic or family law. Visit WillFraleyLaw.com or call 615-410-7290. You know that sound anywhere. It's the crisp crunch of that first nacho chip. With its perfect cheese to sour cream ratio sitting atop a layer of delicious beans, it's a sip away from perfection. That's what we're looking for. Add a delicious, refreshing Pepsi and we've achieved absolute nacho nirvana. Because while you can pile those nachos high with every spicy, cheesy, savory topping, there's no topping a cool Pepsi finish. Nachos, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the MTSU Blue Raiders. And we're proud to power the school board lights at Reese Smith Jr. Field. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member service. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit www.mtemc.com to learn more. And that scoreboard, light it up, Blue Raiders. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school, or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader, and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. The flagship station for Blue Raider Sports, WGNS. Middle Tennessee and Rice concluding a three-game series today in Reese Smith's field. The umpires have made their appearance. The two head coaches, Jose Cruz Jr. for Rice and Jerry Myers, Middle Tennessee, are at home plate with the umpires. The exchange of lineups, traditional uh, exchange of lineups with the umpires and the opposing managers. Let's take a look at what happened in the conference yesterday and it uh, looks, uh, like, looks like Dallas Baptist is uh, steamrolling 
now as they won a doubleheader from Louisiana Tech, 10 to five and 11 to three. In uh, other games, Charlotte knocked off UAB 11 to six. Western Kentucky took a doubleheader from Florida Atlantic, six to four in the first game, and the second game went 14 innings. Hilltoppers won nine to eight over FAU. UTSA and Florida International had the same problem we had the other night. That game was suspended in the bottom of the seventh inning with uh, UTSA ahead nine to six. It will be completed today before their regular scheduled game. I think that catches you up on everybody. Then UTSA at FIU, uh, they'll finish that game and play another today. UAB at Charlotte, Florida Atlantic at Western Kentucky, and of course Rice here at Middle Tennessee. Dallas Baptist by sweeping yesterday, 15 and three in the league. UTSA uh, is now 13 and two, and uh, Charlotte 11 and five. Louisiana Tech is nine and nine. Middle Tennessee nine and eight. FAU drops to seven and ten, and Rice has an identical record, seven and ten. Western six and eleven. They're creeping up uh, toward that uh, last tournament spot. UAB four and thirteen. FIU three and thirteen. That's the way the standings look after yesterday's play. Right now, let's take a look at the starting lineups presented by the Ascend Federal Credit Union the exclusive credit unit of Blue Raider Athletics is at one of their 27 Middle Tennessee locations, including four in Murfreesboro. John? Well, uh, the uh, lineups uh, are going to sound very similar. We, uh, uh, Bryce makes one player change plus pitching. Uh, Raiders go with the same lineup, just a little, couple minor changes in the order. So, leading off for the visiting Rice Owls be the second baseman, Pierce Gallo. He has been batting second uh, in the first two games. So, Pierce Gallo leads off at second base. Batting second will be the center fielder, Connor Walsh. The right fielder, Guy Garibay Jr., is in right field, uh, as I said, batting third. Drew Halderbach, uh, the first baseman, will hit cleanup today. The DH, Aaron Smigelski, bats fifth. Ben Royo, the shortstop, bats sixth. Jack Rydell, the third baseman, bats seventh, batting eighth. Trey Duffield, we haven't seen him yet uh, in this series. He will be in left field. And behind the plate today, batting ninth, will be the catcher, Paul Smith. On the mound, the left-hander, J.D. McCracken. For the Middle Tennessee State Blue Raiders, leading off will be Eston Snyder in right field. J.T. Mabry at second base, bat second. Batting third, the shortstop, Brett Coker. Jeremiah Boyd, the D.H., uh, will be in the cleanup spot. It is uh, team-leading 10th home run yesterday that, uh, in that, uh, the, uh, the second game. In left field, batting fifth, Jackson Galloway. Briggs Rudder moves down to the sixth slot. He'll be behind the plate. DJ Wright, the first baseman, bats seventh. Gabe Jennings, the third baseman, bats eighth. And in the nine-hole center fielder, Luke Vinson. On the mound will be our left-hander, Jake Cothran. Cothran will be making his 
first Blue Raiders start uh, as a reliever in JUCO or as a pitcher in JUCO last year. He uh, did start four games and uh, relieved in six. So he's not a stranger to starting, uh, but it's been over a year since he's done it. Uh, it'll be interesting. We looked at his numbers. Um, his longest outing is uh, four innings on the season. That was back in February. Uh, last appearance was Wednesday at Lipscomb. And yeah, he's not given up a run in his last three appearances, yeah, which, it, is, which is a good, yeah. good sign. Uh, so uh, you asked Coach uh, Myers how long he was going to go, and you didn't get an answer. I don't think well, he knew the answer. He uh, just looked at me and uh, as if, who knows? You'll, you'll go as long as you're effective, I suspect. That is correct. I think this is one of those days where you're, uh, who's going to pitch? Well, uh, Johnny Holtstaff is going to pitch. So the Raiders are a little bit vulnerable in the uh, pitching department today, having used uh, most of their uh, pitchers in the first two games. So we'll see what happens with, uh, with that aspect of the game. The Raiders are taking the field. We will take our final break, and we'll be back with first pitch when we come back on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Did you realize that over 85% of Americans own a cell phone, but only 40% own an individual life insurance policy? That leaves way too many families who'll be unprotected if they suddenly lose a parent. That's why we'd also like to point out that 100% of State Farm agents offer life insurance. So if you're at the place where procrastination just meant motivation, use that cell phone of yours and call me, State Farm Agent Deb Insel at 931-684-5274. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school, or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader, and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. For close to a century, doctors and care teams at Ascension St. Thomas Rutherford have been dedicated to delivering compassionate, personalized care to Rutherford County and surrounding communities. We are leading the way with new services and healthcare options, and we continue to make significant investments in Rutherford County. In 2023, we're opening Tennessee's first neighborhood hospital at Westlawn, and expansions at our Rutherford Hospital campus are underway. Find all the care you need at ascension.org slash St. Thomas Rutherford. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS. We'll have a ceremonial first pitch thrown out by young man uh, Bill Barnes. A left-hander, no less. Which is appropriate because we've got two left-handed starters. That's that's right. Today, well, the uh, and the, the young man on, threw a strike. 
clock on top of the Rutherford County Courthouse is showing 12 noon, so let's pause 10 seconds for station identification as you listen to Middle Tennessee Baseball. The flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. The Blue Raiders play here. Dick Palmer, John Callow with you from Reese Smith Field as the Raiders and the Rice Owls prepare for game three in this series, the rubber game in the series. The winner wins the series, so this is a uh, this is a key game for both teams. And On the mound will be Jake Cothran, the left-hander for Middle Tennessee. Jake Cothran, as uh, I think we mentioned uh, in the pregame show, will be making his 10th appearance, his first start as a Blue Raider. He's thrown 18 innings, given up 10 runs, eight of them earned on 13 hits, 11 walks, 18 strikeouts. He's got a 4.00 ERA with a 1-0 record. Uh, here's the number I like, Dick. Opponents only hitting 194 against uh, the Blue Raider left-hander. Taking his warm-up tosses with his catcher, Briggs Rudder, the Raiders will have Gabe Jennings at third base, Brett Coker shortstop as he takes the throw from Rudder. JT Mabry at second base and at first base will be DJ Wright. Jackson Galloway in left field. Luke Benson in center. Eston Snyder in right. And as uh, John said, the left-hander making his first Blue Raiders start, Jake Cothran. And it's a little counterintuitive looking at uh, his uh, splits. He is uh, much better against right-handers than he is against left-handers. He'll face Pierce Gallo leading off the first inning. Takes a cut at the first pitch. Fouls it back to the screen. We're underway at 12.03 on a Sunday afternoon. A chilly Sunday afternoon. Game time temperature 51 degrees. Ground ball right side. It's past Mabry into right field for a base hit. Mabry had to dive for that one. Just got under his glove. And Gallo has his fourth hit of the series. He is at first base with nobody out. And the batter is Connor Walsh. Walsh, the center fielder, another right-handed hitter. Stands in there at 274 with eight home runs. Raiders shift on him. Everybody to the left side of second base with the exception of D.J. Wright, who's holding the runner at first, first so pitches a ball. So there's about a 120-foot uh, gap to the right side. Cothran with the pitch. Strike caught the inside corner, one and one. Emphatic strike call by the home plate umpire, Richard Katz. Timothy Rosso at first base. Dustin Ragsdale calling him at third. One and one the count. Cothran's pitch in at the knees, a strike call, and it's one and two. Came in with a good breaking ball. He's thrown two good breaking balls now in a row. Very light breeze blowing out, uh, appears to be blowing out toward left field, right to left. And a throw to first, runner back. One ball and two strikes the count. Gallo with that leadoff single. Edges off first base. And the pitch is swung on and missed. Got him on a high fastball. Walsh down on strikes for out number one. 
Well, this will be interesting. His first left-handed hitter of the day. And it's Guy Garibay. Garibay, the right fielder. Comes into the game at 235 overall. Two for seven with a double in this series. Open stance as he faces the left-hander, Cothran, who works outside for ball one. The Raiders back to a standard infield now with the left-hander up, although shortstop Coker playing close to second base. Leaves a little hitting room on the left side. Strike called, and it's one and one. That was a fastball. He, uh, Cothran has not thrown many fastballs. Came in there at 86 miles an hour. Yeah. He's been throwing that, uh, that breaking ball in the upper 70s. Pitch misses outside. Two and one. Raiders in their home white uniforms, the camo caps today. Rice has got the navy blue tops, gray pants, and gray lettering and numerals. Pitch the plate as the runner goes, and it's chopped over Wright's head, rolling down the right field line. Snyder's going to pick it up on the foul line, get it back in, and the Owls will have runners at first and third. And Garibay had a little bit of luck riding on that ball that hit and bounced high over D.J. Wright's head. Didn't hit it hard. And in fact, that's uh, what allowed the runner to go first to third because uh, D.J. had to turn and go after it. Eston Snyder had to come a long way in to uh, field that ball. Now Drew Holderbach, the first baseman, will step in. That's from the right side. Raiders double play depth in the infield, and a strike is called. That Nothing breaking ball one. again. Holderbach, three home runs, hitting 262 on the year for the Rice Owls. The left-hander delivers, misses inside for a ball, one ball and one strike. So a couple of singles here in the first inning with a strikeout sandwiched in between. Cothran's pitch, the breaking ball, but sailed high for ball two. And two and one. Two singles, but neither one of them hit that hard. That uh, first single, that was a, just a function of uh, J.T. Mabry running out of room. Swing and a miss, and handcuffed him with an inside pitch. The count will go to two and two on Holderbach. Smigelski, the DH, waiting to hit next. The left-hander comes and a strike. Oh, foul tip caught by the catcher. That's a strikeout. Tried to hold up, tipped it foul, and Rudder caught it in his mitt for the second out. Umpire, home plate umpire did a really good job of letting everybody know what was going on, letting them know very, very quickly. No delayed call there. So two outs, runners first and third, and Aaron Smigelski, the designated hitter, steps in. 253 average for him. He is three for eight in the series with a double and a run batted in. Pitch is just outside for ball one. Smigelski is uh, 6 of 18 against 
left-handed pitching. Coker shading him close to second base. Mabry playing in the hole in uh, at uh, second, and the pitch is swung on and fouled back to the screen, one and one. So there's some hitting room on the left side of the infield for the left-handed hitter. We're in the top of the first inning, no score. Rice with runners at the corners and two outs. Left-hander Jake Cothran with the pitch. Letter high strike and it's one and two. Fastball at 87. Cothran is from South Carolina, Inman, South Carolina. Pitch swung out and missed. He struck out the side. And that is all in the first inning for the Rice Owls. No runs. They have two hits. They leave two runners on. And Jake Cothran fans three. We go to the bottom of the first inning. Rice, nothing, and Middle Tennessee coming to bat on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. The Blue Raiders are winners in the classroom, on the field, and the courts. Richard Lewis here. I want you to win in real estate also. Buying, selling, auction here in Tennessee, or along the Gulf Coast to second home, or investing. Give me a call to help start that winning process. 615-319-9981. Oh, I'm never too busy for your referrals. Richard Lewis, Exit Realty, Bob Lamont Associates. For close to a century, doctors and care teams at Ascension St. Thomas Rutherford have been dedicated to delivering compassionate, personalized care to Rutherford County and surrounding communities. We are leading the way with new services and healthcare options, and we continue to make significant investments in Rutherford County. In 2023, we're opening Tennessee's first neighborhood hospital at Westlawn, and expansions at our Rutherford Hospital campus are underway. Find all the care you need at ascension.org slash St. Thomas Rutherford. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. And we go to the bottom of the first inning. No score in this game. Good start for the Raider left-hander Jake Cothran with three strikeouts in that first inning. He is opposed by a, another left-hander and a Murfreesboro native, J.D. McCracken. J.D. is making his 14th appearance, eighth start. He's thrown 40 and two-thirds innings, giving up 31 runs, 26 of them earned, 23 hits, 20 walks, 30 strikeouts, 5.75 ERA, a 1-3 record. Inside to Snyder on the first pitch from McCracken, ball one. And the next one is outside for ball two. You have to think that uh, that McCracken might have a few butterflies out there pitching in his hometown against the hometown team. There's well, a strike call, two balls and a strike. And uh, against people that he's uh, – there are probably uh, eight or nine folks in that Raider dugout that he's played against. Pitch is low, ball three, three and one to Eston Snyder. Comes in at 289 on the season. Swings at this pitch and fouls it to the screen. Count goes full at three and two. Snyder has uh, been the Raiders' best hitter in this series. He's four out of eight with a double and two runs batted in. 
and draws a leadoff walk as that pitch sailed high. So the Raiders have the leadoff man on here in the first inning. JT Mabry will bat. Second sacker has a 344 average. He's hit a couple of home runs this season, although he's not a, known as a slugger. He uh, likes to spray it around. Pitch to the plate inside. He has tried to come inside on the first pitch to both of the Blue Raiders. Well, it's uh, interesting. We talked about, uh, I mentioned 20 walks, 30 strikeouts. He's also hit 12 batters. One ball, no strikes. The count to Mabry. And a throw to first instead. And that was not his A move. One would Bryce hope. Enfield not exactly in double play depth. They're playing their shortstop deep in the hole. Yeah. Second baseman has edged a little closer to the bag as the pitch comes high for ball two. And it's two balls and no strikes to Mabry. Snyder, a good speed at first base. The pitch to the plate is a strike called, and it's two and one. Maybe a good contact hitter, so they might uh, put that runner in motion. We'll see on this pitch. Two balls and a strike. Not going. The pitch is inside ball three. Three and one to Mabry. He is one out of eight in this series. Swing and a foul back to the screen. Three and two, so the left-hander McCracken has gone three and two on each of the first two hitters. He walked Snyder on a three-two pitch. Throw to first, the runner back. It's unusual, John. You know he throws to first with a sidearm motion, but that can be confusing to that first baseman. Ball can sail on you. There he goes again with a throw to first. So they think that uh, Snyder might be running. Oh, I'd say that that's uh, it's not a bad guess. Three balls, two strikes. And another throw. That's three straight over there. Mabry waiting patiently at the plate. Pitch the plate, swung on and missed. The runner goes and the throws off the mark. <laughs> Good stop by the second baseman, Gallo, to keep that ball from going through to the outfield. So Snyder steals second as Mabry strikes out for the first out. Well, so far in the ball game, John, we've had four outs and they've all been strikeouts. The fielders out there are wondering if they're going to have a chance to and they make a play. Here's Brett Coker. Raider shortstop. First pitch to him is high and away for ball one. Coker at 368. He's two out of seven in this series with a run batted in. Left-hander checks the runner at second and delivers, and a high pop-up on the infield. Shortstop Royo near the 
actually closer to third base, makes the catch for out number two. Coker pops out to the shortstop for the second out. And the batter is Jeremiah Boyd. Now Jeremiah has hit two out of the park in the last three games. Homeward Wednesday at Lipscomb and again in the second game yesterday. Well, it'd be a good time to get one for this game. Pitches high to Jeremiah for ball one. Has 10 home runs now, 33 runs batted in, and leads the Raiders in both those departments. Well, the Raiders have scored in the first inning in the first two games of this series. Pitches inside, ball two to Boyd. Going to take a two-out hit to make it work today. Two balls, no strikes. Snyder, the runner at second. McCracken comes set, and the pitch is a strike on the outside corner. Two and one. Snyder, who walked and stole second, leads out there and a swing and a miss. Mm. Count goes to two and two. Left-hander with the 2-2, swung on, hit to right field and deep, back on the warning track, looking up. That one is out of here. That is a two-run homer for Jeremiah Boyd over the right field wall. He took it to the opposite field and picks up his 11th home run of the season, and the Raiders lead by a score of two to nothing. Dick, it didn't look like he hit that ball that hard, but it just kept carrying and carrying and uh, no wind. So it was, you can't say that it was wind aided. It just kept carrying. Wow. So the Raiders on top here early, two to nothing. As John said, they've scored in the first inning now of all three games. And with the bases empty and two outs, the batter is Jackson Galloway. First hit, first two runs off McCracken as Galloway takes the strike called. Pitch is outside, ball one. And once again, a leadoff walk will come back to haunt you. Uh, It hardly ever fails. Oh, gosh. I I suspect someplace somebody has calculated that percentage, but I'll bet you it's got to be at least 75% 75% or better. Two and one. There's a strike call. Two and two to Galloway. McCracken, a fast worker when he's not throwing to first base. And the 2 2 pitch is swung on a miss, struck him out. So that is all but a productive first inning for the Raiders. They come up with two runs on just the one hit, the home run by Boyd, and nobody left. We completed one full inning. Middle Tennessee 2, Rice nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. You know that sound anywhere. It's the crisp crunch of that first nacho chip. With its perfect cheese to sour cream ratio sitting atop a layer of delicious beans, it's a sip away from perfection. That's what we're looking for. Add a delicious, refreshing Pepsi and we've achieved absolute nacho nirvana. Because while you can pile those nachos high with every spicy, cheesy, savory topping, there's no topping a cool Pepsi finish. Nachos, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. 
Prescription opioids can be addictive and dangerous. I was given a prescription opioid pain medication, and within only a few months, I was completely addicted. I lost everything. I had to leave school and stop playing sports in college, and I started to watch my life slip away. I want people to know that these drugs are addictive. One prescription can be all it takes to lose everything. Prescription opioids. It only takes a little to lose a lot. Visit cdc.gov slash rxawareness. The Blue Raiders play here. News Radio WGNS. Two to nothing Raiders as we go to the second inning for Rice. They will have the shortstop Royal to lead off. Royal, Wydell, and Duffield. Six, seven, and eight hitters in their batting order. Jake Cothran allowed a couple of singles in the first inning, but struck out the side, including getting the last two hitters back to back. And he'll face the right hand hitting shortstop, Royal, a freshman. He's one out of eight in the series and takes a strike, nothing in one. Important thing about those two hit stick was that neither one was hit particularly hard. They shift for. This right-handed hitter, three infielders to the left of second base. And the pitch just missed the knees. A little bit low for ball one. One ball and one strike. Royo, a 243 hitter on the season, but he has hit eight home runs. Pitch outside for a ball, two and one. Rice as a team with 34 home runs on the season. The Raiders now with that home run by Boyd, now with 32 on the season. Pitch goes high for ball three, and it's three and one. Center fielder Benson swung over into left center. And the 3-1 pitch is swung on, fouled out of play. So Cothran has his first full count of the game as it's three and two to the leadoff. Hitter for Rice, shortstop, Royal. Swinging a fly ball down the right field line. That's gonna be a foul ball. Snyder gives chase, can't get there in time. No. The ball hit on the warning track and bounced into the bullpen. The way he was uh, playing, he's shading two right centers, so. Uh... Long, long way to go. Another 3-2 pitch is high and outside for ball four, and Royal will draw a leadoff walk, and there's that leadoff walk again. Well, we've already talked about that in this ballgame. Matter is the third baseman, Rydell, who has been their best hitter in this series. He's five out of eight with a double. Left-handed hitter. He's a sophomore. And has shown to be a very capable third baseman also on the other side. Bunts at the first pitch and fouled it off the catcher, Briggs Rudder, and Rudder a little bit uncomfortable back there, John. That ball hit him, and the home plate umpire will. He's going to uh, wipe, uh, wipe off that plate and uh, check he... with Rudder to see if he's okay. You okay, son? You ready to go? Yes, sir. One strike oh. on Rydell. Rydell only hitting 200 against left-handed pitching. 
There's the bunt. Cothran picks it up, goes to second. I think he got him. He did. That's the force play at second base. That's an excellent play by the pitcher. Cothran saw he had just a little daylight as the runner was bearing down and made a perfect throw to second base. How many times do you see a pitcher trying to make that play gets in a hurry and airmails the ball to the center fielder? So that will go as a fielder's choice on the batter, Rydell. The bunt was not a bad bunt. Cothran just made the play. First pitch is a strike call to Trey Duffield. The left fielder, he's making his first appearance in the series. Another freshman for them out of Houston, 6'3", right-handed batter. Comes in uh, with no batting average. He's had nine at-bats and uh, yet to have his first hit. And he, he almost, almost got hit. Got hit with that pitch by <laughs> Cothran, which was inside, one ball and one strike. He has walked twice. So he's had 11 plate appearances, nine at bats. Here's the 1 1, swung on and fouled. And what do we got here? They're going to. Umpire says it was a foul ball, and the uh, runner has to go back to first base. Very emphatic motion made by the plate umpire. I thought something was wrong. Well, I think Briggs Rudder thought thought it was a wild pitch. One and two the count. Runner first is Rydell with one out, and the pitch is swung on line foul down the right side out of play. Raiders leading two to nothing. We're in the top of the second inning. The rubber game of the series. That lead thanks to a two-run homer by Jeremiah Boyd in the bottom of the first. The lefty delivers and a shot to left field, and he has his first hit of the season. And it was a very emphatic hit, a line drive. I'd say that's probably his uh, the first. Well. Rydell will stop at second base. You know, if he were in the major leagues, they'd get that baseball. Hit uh, number three off of Jake Cothran. Paul Smith, Smith, the switch hitter, will bat right-handed against the left-hander Cothran. Smith, one out of six in the series. He has caught all three games. And the first pitch is outside to Smith, four ball one. We had a Smith and Smith battery yesterday for Rice in the second game. Their starter was Parker Smith. Pitch swung on, hit in the air, foul down the right side, and DJ Wright over there in front of the dugout will watch that drift out of play, and the count will be one and one. Smith hitting only 203 on the season. 179 against left-handers. First and second with one out. Cothran with a pitch. Breaking ball right in there. For a call strike, one and two. Enfield looking for a ground ball, perhaps. One-two pitch, line to third. Jennings has it, goes to second. Out, that's a double play. That's the third line drive double play that we've had in the series. 
a line shot to Gabe Jennings, and without hesitation, a quick throw to Babry covering second as they doubled off Rydell, and that is all in the second inning. No runs and one hit. One left will go to the bottom of the second inning. Middle Tennessee two, Rice nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive-through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the MTSU Blue Raiders. And we're proud to power the school board lights at Reese Smith Jr. Field. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member service. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit www.mtemc.com to learn more. And that scoreboard, light it up, Blue Raiders. You're listening to MTSU Sports on WGNS. And we go to the bottom half of inning number two. The Raiders leading two to nothing. And the left-hander, Jake Cothran, uh, got some good support that last <laughs> inning, John. By defense. Uh, good defense will cover up a world of woes, won't it? That leadoff walk. Uh, actually uh, wound up not hurting. Now for the Raiders, Briggs Rudder will lead off the second inning. Rudder, DJ Wright, Gabe Jennings, six, seven, and eight in the order against the left-hander, J.D. McCracken. And the pitch to the plate is a strike on the outside corner, nothing and one to Rudder. McCracken had an outstanding prep career at Middle Tennessee Christian under coach Jamie Carver and committed to Tennessee, went to uh, Knoxville, but didn't get a lot of work there and transferred over to Rice. There is a swing and a foul out of play and the count will go to one ball and two strikes. And he's getting plenty of work here. Now this is his Eighth start of the season, fourth straight week he started. Ground ball right side, first baseman has it. He's going to have to hurry, and Rudder beats, beats it, it out. Well, that was McCracken's fault. He just stood there and watched that. Should have been over covering the bag. That should have been a three-to-one infield out. Instead, it's an infield single. So Rudder is the runner at first with nobody out. And the batter is D.J. Wright. I think the first baseman, uh, he didn't start his uh, run to the bag when you would have expected. I think he was expecting McCracken to get Ground over ball there. ball to short. Might be two. Out at second and safe at first. Wright beats the return throw. And the first baseman is injured on that play. Might have got stepped on. Well, so Rudder is forced at second base for out number one, and D.J. Wright 
reaches on a fielder's choice as they could not complete the double play and the first baseman, Holderbach, went down to the ground after the return throw, but he's back up and apparently is okay. So right at first, one out, and Gabe Jennings the batter. Kraken's pitch is high, four ball one. One ball, no strikes. Jennings from nearby Wilson County, Lebanon. Kraken will throw to first and the runner back. <coughs> so he throws over to first sidearm. He does have a little bit of a sidearm motion with his delivery to the plate, but not all the time. This one's straight overhand, and it's a strike at the knees. One and one. Uh, you, can, you're, uh, you can be pretty rest assured there's somebody in that Blue Raider dugout watching what those different arm angles mean. See, gonna, maybe, maybe he's tipping, see if he's maybe tipping his pitches. One ball and two strikes. Jennings, four home runs on the season. His last was back on March the 15th. There's one fouled out of play. The count holds at one and two. That was against Tennessee Tech. So it's been a pretty good drought for Gabe as far as the long ball is concerned. Well, Gabe has uh, been a streak hitter. And I think it's time to get another streak started. Check of the runner and the pitch. Hit to right field, down the line, long run, diving effort, and did he catch? He caught that ball. Wow. That was Garibay, the left fielder, dived and right at the foul line. Not near the foul pole, about halfway between. Uh, yeah, that ball was not hit that deep. And if that ball gets by him, D.J. Wright is going to be at third base. So that is the second out. And the batter is Luke Vincent. Two outs, runner at first. And the pitch to Luke hit him. Well, you knew that was going to happen sooner or later because he hits a lot of people. That's the 13th batter that he's uh, that he's plunked this year. So runners at first and second, two outs, and the batter will be Eston Snyder. Walked and scored in the first inning. That that leadoff walk came back to haunt Rice. And the pitch to Snyder is a strike call, nothing and one. Outfield about straight away for the right-handed hitter. Snyder, a sophomore from Franklin. The pitch misses away. One ball, one strike. These two teams are meeting for the 30th time. The pitch. Strike called, and it's one and two, and perhaps the last time, unless they happen to meet in the tournament, Rice will be moving to uh, the AAC next season, along with several others. As the ball hit up the middle, off the pitcher's glove. That slowed it down, and they'll not have a play at first. The Raiders are going to load them up here with two outs. 
I think if uh, that ball had not been deflected by the pitcher's glove, they might have been able to get the runner at first, but that slowed it down enough to give Snyder time to uh, reach the base. And that'll get a visit uh, to the mound from the pitching coach. And that gets somebody up throwing in their bullpen as well. Their pitching coach is Parker Bangs, a former standout pitcher for South Carolina. I asked Coach Myers if he was one of his pitchers when he was the pitching coach at South Carolina. And he said, he said, no, Bangs finished his career one year before he took the uh, South Carolina pitching coach wow. job. But uh, he was on that team that uh, went to the World Series in 2010, and then uh, they went back the next year uh, in 2011. So the bases are loaded. That pitcher down in the uh, Rice bullpen is uh, wearing a sweatshirt, so you can't see a number, but it might be Christian Cienfuegos, who we saw on Friday night. And Mabry, a little tap, going to roll foul down the first base side. They do that, John, just to throw you off. What's that? Wear their sweatshirts? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think they wear it uh, they're wearing them because they're cold. <laughs> That's strike? why I'm wearing mine. <laughs> One strike to count to Mabry. Bases loaded. Two outs. Let's see if we can take advantage of that infield hit. As McCracken comes set, the pitch is outside. Ball one. One and one. Two to nothing. Raiders leading and... You definitely want to add on here. Trying to get more here in the second inning. The pitch. Breaking ball stayed upstairs. Two balls and a strike to Mabry. JT struck out on a 3-2 pitch in the first inning. And the left-hander's delivery. Line right oh. at the first baseman. And that will end the inning. Line drive. Trying to go to right field. So Mabry retired for out number three. Raiders leave them loaded, no runs. There were two hits and three men left on base. We've completed two full innings. Middle Tennessee, two, Rice, nothing. On the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Will Fraley, attorney at law, has experience you can count on. Former Blue Raider baseball player and MTSU alum Will Fraley serves Murfreesboro and the surrounding communities. Put a strong and experienced legal fighter on your case. Give Will Fraley a call and he can handle all of your legal matters, including criminal and domestic or family law. Visit WillFraleyLaw.com or call 615-410-7290. The Blue Raiders play here. WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. Jake Cothran begins his third inning of work. He has a couple of strikeouts to his credit. First Vision Bank is our strikeout sponsor. And uh, they will, uh, 
allow you not to strike out on your banking services. First Vision Bank, providing more power to your business. Actually has a trio of strikeouts. Since he struck out in for a strike. Uh, struck out the side in the first inning, didn't he? That's he, right. He's that, got three. Got that strike on a good breaking ball. This is Pierce Gallo, the leadoff batter, as we start the second trip through the batting order. He takes a strike called, and Cothran ahead in the count, 0-2. Gallo single to right field to lead off the game in the first inning. Cothran's pitch, foul to the right, out of play. Looks like Count rolls at two strikes. Looks like the next man up uh, for the Raiders will be Justin Lee. He's starting to get loose down in the Raider bullpen. You know they'd like to get as much as they can from Cothran. Over but low on the pitch from Cothran. One and two now to Gallo. A 3-12 hitter on the season. Pitches popped up on the right side. Mabry will call for it and make the catch on the infield dirt. Four out number one here in the third. And with one out, the batter is Connor Walsh. Strikeout victim in the first inning. Tall right-handed batter. He's their center fielder. One for nine in the series now as he swings at the first pitch, fouls it over by the Rice dugout down the third base side. One strike to Walsh. Native of Niceville, Florida. Nice little town. Pitches outside, one ball, one strike. It's down in the uh, panhandle, is it not? Yes. Over a little bit north, what, Pensacola? Here's the 1-1 pitch, and it swung on, hit high in the air, and shallow right center field. Benson will call for it, and Luke will come in and make the catch for out number two. Here is Garibay. He had that funny hop single over D.J. Wright's head in the first inning. Raiders shift with all three, with three of their infielders to the right of second base, and Jennings, the lone, and there's a shot down the line. Foul. That is going to be Whoa. foul, and that's a good thing for the Raiders. Got down in front of that just a little bit. Back up a little, DJ. <laughs> well, he's uh, got uh, both feet on the outfield grass now. As does Mabry, as does Coker. There's the pitch inside. <laughs> or that's Jennings. They've moved Jennings over there. Yeah. Coker's back at shortstop, I think. One ball, one strike. Strike two call. Nice breaking ball from Jake Cothran. Making his first Blue Raiders start today. He has been able to throw strikes with that breaking ball. That's uh, that's what makes you effective with it. The one-two on the way, ground ball right side. We've got a lot of people over there. Mabry's got it over to first in time. 
And that's uh, all one, two, three. So Cothran might have bought himself another inning with that uh, efficient third inning. Three well, up, three down, nothing across. We'll go to the bottom of the third. Middle Tennessee two, Rice nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. For close to a century, doctors and care teams at Ascension St. Thomas Rutherford have been dedicated to delivering compassionate, personalized care to Rutherford County and surrounding communities. We are leading the way with new services and healthcare options, and we continue to make significant investments in Rutherford County. In 2023, we're opening Tennessee's first neighborhood hospital at Westlawn, and expansions at our Rutherford Hospital campus are underway. Find all the care you need at ascension.org slash St. Thomas Rutherford. At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%. You may find it even costs less. The flagship station for Blue Raider Sports, WGNS. We go to the bottom of the third inning. Brett Coker leads it off for the Raiders, takes the pitch outside for ball one. Coker popped out in the first. Left-hander J.D. McCracken on the hill. And misses inside with that pitch for ball two. Two and oh the count. Coker swings at the 2-0 pitch, fouls it out of play. Count will go to 2-1. Jeremiah Boyd waiting to hit next. There's a ground ball to third. Rydell is up with it. Long throw across in time. And that is out number one in the third. Our home run sponsor for Blue Raider Baseball is Old South Properties. Tennessee's favorite home builder and official home builder of MTSU. And Jeremiah Boyd cracked an Old South Properties home run in the first inning with a man on. And the Raiders have a 2 to nothing lead. He is up there for the second time. So does that win somebody a free house or something? Switches outside. Oh, one. You know, hit the sign, win a suit. Ball two is outside. Where was that? Was that Ebbets Field where they had that had a sign in right field? Ground ball to short. Royal scoops it with one glove and or with his glove hand and fires to first for the out. Jeremiah Boyd is out short to first. I don't know about that, but they did have a. Uh, a sign at, at Old Sulfordell, like a, a round tire with uh -huh. a hole in the middle and a swing and a foul. And if a player hit the ball through that hole, they would win a set of tires. I don't think anybody ever did that. <laughs> One strike to count. Foul fly off to the right, and the count to Galloway goes 0-2. Telfordale was an interesting place. Pitch is high. One ball, two strikes. You ever get to see a game there? I did. I saw two or three 
maybe a few more than that. I got to sit on the uh, uh, on the hill in, in foul territory in right field one night. I did. I've done that before, and they they call that the dump. Yeah. The one-two pitch misses inside. Two and two. I set out there for an exhibition game between the Dodgers and the Braves. There is a tap foul over by. By any chance, was that the Brooklyn Dodgers and the uh, Boston Braves? Exactly. That'll date you. The 2-2 pitch to the pitcher. Fires to first, and that's a quick 1-2-3 inning for J.D. McCracken and the Rice Owls. The Raiders go up in order. Three up, three down. Three innings in the books here for Middle Tennessee. Two runs, three hits, no errors. Rice, no runs, three hits, no errors. Raiders lead two to nothing as we go to the fourth on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Grannis & Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Grannis & Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Grannis & Associates online at gcpas.com. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school, or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader, and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS. Throw goes out a second, and we're set for the fourth inning. Raiders leading by a score of two to nothing. And for the Rice Owls, Drew Holderbach will lead it off. Holderbach, Smigelski, and Royo against left-hander Jake Cothran, starting his fourth inning of work. Holderbach fanned in the first inning. First pitch, a little tap to third. Jennings going to have to make a good play across the infield, and it pulled right off the bag. That's a base hit all the way, though. Runner is safe. I think that, yes, that will be an infield hit on Holderbach. Jennings was going to have to make a perfect throw and And still might not get him. Pulled uh, right a little bit off the bag. So that'll be the fourth hit for the Owls, and the batter is Smigelski, the designated hitter. Dick, it looks like he has family down here. Off to our left. He's around a bunt, and it's a foul ball. Picked up by Rudder in foul ground, strike one. Looks like uh, you see the, the lady with the number 28 jersey? Sure is. One strike to count. Runner at first, nobody out. Cothran's pitch, bunted, foul again. Nothing in two. That was uh, not a very good bunt. Well, it wasn't a very good pitch to bunt as it was no. It was way outside. 
And now he's in the hole 0-2. Too much motion with the bat. Swing and a miss. Struck him out. Mikelski will not get any high fives going into the dugout. That is the fourth strikeout for Jake Cothran. And with one out, the batter is Ben Royo. The Rice shortstop drew a leadoff walk in the second inning, but was doubled off. Infield to the left of second, second base now, with the exception of right. Pitches inside, ball one. So a lot of hitting area on the right side for <laughs> Royal. Cothran comes set, looks at the runner at first, and delivers the pitch. Swung on, fouled out of play. One and one. Might have been trying to go the other way. Fouled it off that way. So it looks to me like uh, J.T. Mabry is even with the the bag. If you drew a line from first to second, he's even with that line. But uh, pitch inside and hit him. Mm. And that will put him at first and second with one out. Raiders do have the bullpen going in case Cothran runs into trouble here. That was Justin Lee throwing earlier. Let's see if he's still the one. He's a right-hander. I can see that. He is a right-hander. Here's Jack Rydell. I would probably put even money that it's That Justin is Lee still again. Justin Lee. One uh, runner's first and second with one out. The pitch to Rydell is a strike on the outside corner. Nothing in one. Hit into a force play in the second inning. Cothran with the pitch, fly ball to left. Galloway moving toward the line near the warning track, makes a running catch. Gets it back in, and that is out number two. And the batter will be Trey Duffield, who got his first collegiate hit in the second the inning. A line drive to left field. Cothran up to 58 pitches. Looking over his past performances, he's thrown as many as 65. So I suspect that he probably will not be coming back for the fifth inning. Off-speed pitch in for a strike, nothing in one. Pitch uh, floated in there at 76 miles an hour. Left-hander checks and throws and another strike <laughs> call. And same speed, so. I, I suspect that if he had been charting those speeds, he's been uh, in that 75 to 79 mile an hour range. There's a ball hit up today. the middle. Can't get it. That's going to score one. Throw comes to third and safe at third. The runner goes to second on the throw and it's a two to one game. And this guy Duffield, who didn't play in either of the first two games, has hit safely in his first two at bats. And he drove in Holderbach. 
for the first Rice run. Over to third, Royo, and down to second on the throw was Duffield. And uh, they're bringing the trainer out to talk with Cothran. And they, does it look like they're looking at his hand maybe? A blister, perhaps? Yeah, that's what it is. So he's going to come out. He's not very happy. No. About coming out, but he pitched very well today. And Coach Myers is out there. He will make the call to the bullpen. We'll have a new pitcher coming in, so we'll take a break, tell you about him when we come back on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. Prescription opioids can be addictive and dangerous. I was given a prescription opioid pain medication, and within only a few months, I was completely addicted. I lost everything. I had to leave school and stop playing sports in college, and I started to watch my life slip away. I want people to know that these drugs are addictive. One prescription can be all it takes to lose everything. Prescription opioids. It only takes a little to lose a lot. Visit cdc.gov rxawareness. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. So Jake Cothran's day is over. We think that uh, ball that Duffield hit up the middle might have caught Cothran on the hand, pitching hand, as uh, it went through the infield. He looked to be in some pain as he left, and. Raiders will already had Justin Lee throwing in the bullpen, so he shouldn't need too many pitches to get ready. Lee, a freshman from Mount Juliet, will come on here in the fourth inning. Making his 15th appearance, all but one of them in relief. He's thrown 26 in the third innings. He's given up 29 runs, 20 of them earned on 35 hits. 12 walks, 13 strikeouts. He's got a 6.84 ERA, 3-1 record with one save. His last appearance was in the home game against Lipscomb on uh, Tuesday. Went only two-thirds of an inning. Gave up three runs. They were all earned. Walked one, struck out one and was not too effective in that outing. The Raiders need him to be a little better today. Well, what they need right now is for him to come in and get one out. Then you can worry about the rest of it later. Paul Smith will be the hitter. He is the catcher for this Rice Owls team. Preliminary numbers on Jake Cothran. He goes three and two-thirds, gives up one run right now on five hits, one walk, four strikeouts, and a hit batter. But there are two runners on, second and third, that do belong to Cothran. 
So here's Smith, a switch hitter. He'll turn around and bat left-handed against the right-hander, Justin Lee, and takes a strike call, nothing in one. Cothran goes three and two-thirds, gives up a run, and is responsible for the two runners out there at second and third. Two outs. Lee's pitch swung on, hit to third. Jennings has got it, makes the long throw across, and he gets out of the inning. Good job by Justin Lee getting that ground ball, and in the inning, one run on two hits, and two men were left on base. We go to the bottom of the fourth inning. It is Middle Tennessee 2, Rice 1 on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the MTSU Blue Raiders. And we're proud to power the school board lights at Reese Smith Jr. Field. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member service. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit www.mtemc.com to learn more. And that scoreboard, light it up, Blue Raiders. Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive-through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! Play here. News Radio WGNS. We move to the bottom of the fourth inning, and this is our Wendy's inning. If the Blue Raiders get a hit during the fourth inning, you'll have an opportunity to win a free Dave's single cheeseburger courtesy of Wendy's. Doesn't take the home run to do it, just any kind of hit. Yeah, infield hit will be just great. Briggs Rudder will be the first batter for the Raiders. It'll now be Rudder, uh, DJ Wright, and Gabe Jennings. That potentially puts a lot of heat on the uh, official score, doesn't it? Oh, I'm sure it does. <laughs> I know, that's in the back of his mind. <laughs> so here is. Rudder, he got a base hit in the second inning. Right-handed batter takes the pitch inside from McCracken for ball one. McCracken's three innings, he's given up two runs on three hits. Pitch is low. Two balls, no strikes to Briggs Rudder. Swing and a foul back, had a good rip at that fastball, came in at uh, 85. The 2-1 pitch, outside ball three. One thing I like about McCracken, he doesn't waste any time out there. He gets the ball, comes right back with the next pitch. Ball four is low, rudder draws. A walk here in the fourth inning, second walk given up left-hander. We've had the leadoff uh, batter reach base in three of the four innings. Here's D.J. Wright. Hit into a fielder's choice. 
in the second inning. Strike call, nothing and one. We need to get that run back that we gave up in the top of this inning. Right, swings, hits one high in the air, shallow left field. The shortstop's calling for it. And now the left fielder will come in just <laughs> behind the infield dirt and make the catch for out number one. That ball was up there a long, long time. That was a major league pop-up. Because that left fielder was not. He was, uh, that's Duffield out there. He was not playing shallow. With one out, the batters Gabe Jennings and he bunts and McCracken takes it in the air and turns and looks at first, but Rudder alertly gets back to the bag in time. So do you call that a pop-up or a line drive? Uh, I call it a, <laughs> a failed bunt attempt. Yeah. That's the second out and Luke Vincent will hit. Luke got hit by a pitch back in the second inning. And McCracken's pitch swung on and fouled down the third base side. One strike to count. Benson hitting 323. Having a good year with the bat. Lines this one through the hole and a base There's hit to your left. cheeseburger. And there is the Raiders' fourth inning hit. So courtesy of Luke Benson. And uh, I thought that was just a great job of hitting. Didn't try to do too much. And that's going to be all for uh, McCracken, it looks like. So uh, you want to know how to get your cheeseburger, you text. You know how to text. Text the word single to 83200. And you'll receive in return a coupon for a free Dave's single cheeseburger. And your coupon, which will be right there on your phone, uh, will, can be redeemed at any Murfreesboro or Smyrna location. And John is right with that uh, windy single. That is the end of the day for J.D. McCracken. Have a pitching change. Take a break. Tell you about the new pitcher when we come back on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Chip Walters here with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. I was named a top 10 agent in the number one Exit Realty office in America in 2021. The top question I get around town, how's the market? Ah, good question. And the answer's changed a few times this year alone. I'd like to know what you've heard and share some solid data we have. Give me a call and let's have a cup of coffee and take a look at what's happening in your neighborhood. All my contact info is right on my website, choosechip.net. I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. So back at Reese Smith Field, Raiders leading two to one in the bottom of the fourth, and each team has made a pitching change now in this inning as J.D. McCracken 
is removed and the new pitcher we've seen him before is a right-hander Christian Cienfuegos. Christian Cienfuegos uh, making his uh, 17th appearance all in relief. He's thrown uh, 15 and two-thirds inning, given up eight runs, seven of them earned on 12 hits, 10 walks, 18 strikeouts, 4.02 ERA, a 2-0 record with two, two saves. First pitch to Easton Snyder is high and inside, ball one. He came in uh, and went uh, an inning and two-thirds on in the first game, no runs, one hit. Ground ball to third. They will go to second and just got him at second base. I don't know why the third base was, didn't just run over and touch third base, but he did not. And that is all for the Raiders. In the fourth inning, they come up with no runs on one hit and two left. We completed four full innings. It's Middle Tennessee 2, Rice 1 on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%. You may find it even costs less. Our employees at Purity Dairy are proud to be True Blue supporters of Middle Tennessee athletics and their student-athletes. At Purity Dairy, we aim to be the most trusted source of wholesome, delicious dairy products for every occasion. We never forget how fortunate we are to be invited into your home, and we earn our place by holding ourselves to the highest standards. With over 100 products available in Tennessee, Alabama, and Kentucky, visit your local retailer for Purity Milk, ice cream, and more. You're listening to MTSU Sports on WGNS. We go to the fifth inning. And the top of the batting order will face right-handed Justin Lee. Came in with two outs in the fourth at two on and got out of the inning with a ground ball out as Pierce Gallo will be up for the third time. He's the leadoff batter in this lineup, singled in the first inning and popped out in the third. Gallo bats from the right side. And Justin Lee will begin work here in the fifth out of Mount Juliet, freshman. Pierce Gallo takes the strike call, nothing and one. Raiders leading two to one. Pitch the plate, backed him away. Came inside and it's one ball and one strike. Both of our left-handed starters gone. They both go three and two thirds. The 1-1 pitch coming in, swung on, fouled in self-defense back to the backstop. Yeah, that was in on his hands. One ball, two strikes. Not much you can do about that. 
except what he did. Gallo, Walsh, and Garibay scheduled to hit against Lee here in the fifth. Pitched the plate, has swung on, grounded foul past third. Again, he came inside on him. Got and out and Gallo turned front. just a bit too soon on yeah. that one. Well, if you look out towards center field, it's mostly blue sky. But if you look down the left field line, everything from the left field line back to the south is cloudy. So which way is this stuff moving, Dick? One ball, two strikes. I know the sun's up there someplace. Count to Gallo here in the fifth. And Justin Lee's pitch again comes inside. Four ball, two. Two and two. The temperature has not changed. It's still 51 degrees. Ground ball to short. Coker up and a throw across in time. Four out number one. One up, one down in the fifth. Got that uh, high hop exactly where you want that. This is Connor Walsh, the center fielder. Struck out in the first inning, flied out in the third, 0 for 2 against the left-hander, Cothran. Facing right-hander, Justin Lee, and the pitch is swung on and fouled out of play. Strike one. I do see a few blankets in the crowd down below. The crowd picked up, by the way, after the uh, start of the game. There's a strike called. Nothing in two, the count to Walsh. So pretty good turnout on a cool day for baseball. Well, I wonder how many of them showed up at uh, 1 o'clock for that 1 o'clock game. Ball looped into center field. That's going to fall in front of Benson for a base hit. Walsh didn't get a lot of that, but just enough to send it over the infield. And that will be hit number one off Lee and hit number six for the Owls. Here's Guy Garibay, right fielder, singled in the first and grounded out in the third. Raiders shift for him. Three end dribbles to the right of second base. Pitch comes inside, ball one. So Lee with that inside pitch was pitching to the shift. Check of the runner and a throw to first. He gets back. Time call, Coach Myers saw something he didn't like. He's gonna come out and talk with his pitcher. One thing about uh, Coach Myers, he uh, he does not take his time and wait around when he sees something, does he? Gets right on out there. You got something there? April 23rd, 1921, John. Mm -hmm. Okay. It was the date that Warren Spahn was born in Buffalo, New York, the son of a wallpaper salesman who once played semi-pro baseball future Hall of Famer, was a mainstay with the Braves in the 1950s, and he was named after Warren G. Harding, 
a right-hander who was recently sworn in as president of the United States. Warren Spahn, oh, he was a great one. Oh, he sure was. I think he won over 300 games for the Braves. Would have won even more, but uh, he was a... He was in service in World War II. Yeah, he was a combat engineer. He was, uh, if I'm not mistaken, he was uh, part of that engineering crew that... where was the bridge uh, that uh, bridge the, at Remagen? Yes, yes. He was involved in getting that uh, the capturing that bridge. Which That's a was, great movie, by the way. Yeah, two balls, no strikes. The count to Garibay with a runner at first, one out here in the fifth inning. Ground ball to first and just foul. <laughs> DJ Wright had double play on his mind. Uh, he was ready, wasn't he? Fielded it just outside the line, and the count when is it's two that, and one. When it's that close, do you just go ahead and step on the bag and make a good throw to catch the – make sure you get the runner tagged instead of going for the force? Runner goes, and the pitch's hit popped up left side. Backing up is Coker. He'll make the grab. For, um, I think that was that Coker was, or was I that think that Jennings? Was Jennings. That was Jennings, the third baseman. Sometimes you can't tell when they're in that shift <laughs> where everybody is playing. But that's the second out in the inning. And with two outs, the batter is Drew Holderbach. Well, whatever Coach Myers told uh, Justin Lee worked at least for that hitter. Walsh with that uh, single is still at first base. Two outs. Raiders leading two to one. Pitch is high and inside. Ball one to Holderbach. Raiders got a two-run homer from Jeremiah Boyd in the first inning. Rice picked up a run in the fourth. That's where we stand right now. Runner goes and a swing and a miss. Throw to second base he is not in time. It's going to be a stolen base for Walsh. He leads their team in that department. That's his ninth of the season. The count one and one to Holderbach. Now the tying run is at second with two outs. Lee comes set, and the pitch to the plate is grounded to third. Jennings has it. Long throw across is in time for the out, and that will retire the side. With no runs, one hit, and one man left. We are halfway home in this game. We'll go to the bottom of the fifth. Middle Tennessee two and Rice one on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Grannis & Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Grannis & Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Grannis & Associates online at gcpas.com. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. 
put away some drinks. Put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. The Blue Raiders play here. WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. We go to the bottom of the fifth inning. New pitcher on for the Owls is Garrett Stratton. He is a right-hander, a freshman, another freshman from Houston, 6'2", 175. And he will take over from Cienfuegos. Well, you said that uh, very well, Dick. I don't have to say it anymore, though. (laughs) Stratton, uh, Garrett Stratton will be making his fourth appearance, third in relief. He's thrown three and two-thirds innings, given up two runs, both earned, two hits, three walks, three strikeouts, a 4.91 ERA with no record. So we've got a freshman that hasn't seen a whole lot of work. Well, he looks like a pitcher. He's got the uh, got the machine on his wrist, and he's got the uh, pants bloused up to the knees. He got the stirrups. I like that. He'll face J.T. Mabry here in the fifth inning. Mabry 0 for 2. Has struck out and popped out. Takes the first pitch from the right-hander low for ball one. Stratton. Delivers and Mabry Pops it into shallow left field. Shortstop calling for it. Will make the catch. Royal hauls it in for out number one in the fifth. Been a lot of pop-ups today on a part of both, they sure both have. teams. The wind not playing tricks. No. Not, not very much with uh, the pop-ups today. Here is Brett Coker. Stratton pitches out of the set. Coker pops another it up one. into shallow right field. Second baseman back, center fielder coming oh. on. He'll call him off and make the catch for out number two. Two up, two down. So Stratton's only thrown three pitches, John. He's already gotten two outs. That's uh, pretty efficient on his part. Here's Jeremiah Boyd. Now, he hit a long pop-up in yeah. the uh, first inning. It sailed over the right field fence for his 11th home run of the season. Stratton to Boyd, a strike call, nothing in one. And that two-run home run in the first inning is the difference in this ball game. The Raiders leading two to one, playing in the bottom of the fifth inning. And the right-handers pitch <coughs> hit down the right field line. That's going to be out of play. The count will go to 0-2 on Boyd. Jeremiah trying to go opposite field. That home run was his third hit and second home run of the series. Stratton ahead in the count, 0-2. And And it's hit to the second baseman. Gallo over to first, and that's going to do it for Boyd. Quick three up, three down inning. For the Raiders in the fifth, nothing across. We've completed five full innings of play. Middle Tennessee two, Rice one on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. 
We know that juicy, cheesy, grilled-to-perfection burger sounds amazing, but it does sound like something is missing. Pepsi, baby! The yin to this burger's yang. Burgers and Pepsi go together like, well, like burgers and Pepsi. This perfect blending of flavors makes every bite of lettuce, every sesame seed on the bun, and every sip of that crisp, refreshing, ice-cold cola a journey to Foodopia. Burgers, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. Chip Walters here with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. I was named a top 10 agent in the number one Exit Realty office in America in 2021. The top question I get around town, how's the market? Eh, good question. And the answer's changed a few times this year alone. I'd like to know what you've heard and share some solid data we have. Give me a call and let's have a cup of coffee and take a look at what's happening in your neighborhood. All my contact info is right on my website, choosechip.net. I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. The flagship station for Blue Raider Sports, WGNS. Another banner curing the infield as we go to the sixth inning. The Raiders leading by a score of two to one. Uh, another uh, historic uh, event that happened on this day, John, in 1924. Okay. In the Windy City, Chicago, Hal Totten. A Chicago Daily News sports reporter did a play-by-play radio report of the Cubs' victory over the Cardinals, 12 to 1, and that was the first time, uh, and that was on WMAQ, the station in Chicago. They broadcast every Cub and White Sox home game, and it marked the first time that uh, the both teams' games would be regularly heard on the airwaves. That was in 1924. First pitch hit to the right side, into the shift, and passed Mabry into right field. That was Smigelski. Raiders were shifting for him, and he beat the shift with that single. That is the second hit allowed by Justin Lee. You know, in the early days of radio, a lot of teams didn't want to put their games on radio. They were afraid it was going to hurt attendance. I know that full well. Here's Ben Royo. He has walked and been hit by a pitch and backs away from an inside pitch for ball one. I think he wanted to bunt. Looked like it. Throw to first, runner back. I ran into that back early in my career, broadcasting high school games, John, especially out-of-town games. There's the ball butted, pitcher picks it up, goes to second, and just got him. Nice play by Justin Lee. Uh, That's twice Raider pitchers have made that play and made it uh, very well and helped themselves out. Well, it uh, certainly helps. When you get the ball bunted right back at you. So that is the first out. Royal will take the place of Smigelski at first base on the fielder's choice, and the batter is Rydell. He's 0 for 2, left-handed batter. They do not shift for him, and he slams it into right field. Maybe they should have. Picked up out there by Snyder, and runners are at first and second. 
with one out. Let's see if we can get Duffield out for the first time today. Trey Duffield, single in the second, again in the fourth. And they were his first two hits of the season. And he, he also drove in a run with that hit in the fourth inning, the only run the Owls have put on the board. He's managed to raise his average 182 points today, Dick. Swing and a miss, strike one. Out in front of that pitch from Justin Lee. Raider infield would love to see a ground ball here with two on and one out. Lee with the pitch, swing and a miss. Might have foul tipped it. Two strikes the count. Sun's trying to come out. The fans would appreciate it, I'm sure. 0-2 the count and a swing and a foul straight back. Count holds at two strikes to Duffield. He's batting eighth in the order, so the number nine hitter, Paul Smith, waiting to hit next. Cota Sato up and throwing in the Raider bullpen. I suspect they'd like to not have to use him until the seventh inning. Two strikes, the count to Duffield. And the pitch is just outside for ball one. One and two. Outfield not playing too deep for this right-handed hitter. He's had a couple of hits today. Lee's pitch misses mm. low for ball two, two and two. You got to try and make this guy put it into play. You don't want to walk him and load the bases for sure. Especially after had him 0-2, did he not? Yeah, he was it's now two and two, and the ball hit foul Boom. down the third base side. <laughs> Count holding at two balls, two strikes. That ball sat out there a long time before it decided that it was gonna go ahead and go foul. Justin Lee, second pitcher used by the Raiders today. The pitch to the plate is swung on, hit in the air to center field. Benson going back and very deep. Both runners tagged, the throw will come to second. The runner at first holds, and the runner at second goes to third after the catch. Well, so that was not a pop-up. That no. was a deep fly to center. Yeah, and, and you had just finished talking about how shallow the outfielders were playing. In fact, I thought Benson might have turned the wrong way at first, but he righted himself and was able to make the catch and make a good throw back in. Uh, and and now we have a visit to the mound. I'll bet you this is a pitch and change. Paul Smith, scheduled hitter. And there's the call to the bullpen. So we'll have a pitching change here in the sixth. Two outs, runners at first and third as the Raiders lead two to one. We'll back 
be back to tell you about our new picture after this on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Prescription opioids can be addictive and dangerous. My son was 20 years old when he was prescribed opioids. It took him five days to get addicted. I'm not supposed to be the one to go get his suit and tie and pick which sneakers that I'm going to bury him in. My son overdosed at the age of 22 years old. Prescription opioids. It only takes